everyone. Welcome to Article 23. This is your podcast all about work. My name's James Hancock. We are up to episode 51 of this amazing podcast. And on this episode 51, I am joined by Rhonda Brighton-Hall. Hello. Hello. Hello from Sydney all the way to Philadelphia. How are you over in Sydney? Warm, sunny and doing pretty well for the middle of fall. Excellent. And uh, we've had some nice sunny weather over here in Philadelphia too, but lockdown and that's the perfect little intro one because as we know, the world is shut. We're all at home broadly, I think, where we can be or being as safe as possible if we're, you know, unable to do that given the work we're doing. But I think the best, what we've seen this week is that the best leaders are starting to look forward. Uh, And I think we should spend some time talking about some of the best, what we've seen around there uh, and also about what's next. So a bit about what great leaders are doing and a bit about what's next for all of this. We should start with the best. I think, it's a, I think it's a great topic and I'm glad we're starting with the best because we always start with the world's gone to hell and I think there's so many great examples of where it hasn't. It's nice to start there. So if we can use a couple of our clients without obviously yep. naming names because we don't do that, but um, one of the, 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 depart- oh, one of the uh, clients we're working with is actually a large government department and what's fascinating about them is they're, all their headspace, even though they're, absolutely frontline for a lot of this stuff, of course, as much as the government is, is they're thinking about how much of this goes forward, what changes, what should our culture be, how will our workplace work, how will work work, how will we lead? And they're doing a lot of thoughtful research and thinking about not only what it will probably be based on trends, but what it could be, almost creating their own space. It's actually really impressive. Yeah. And there's one, and I think for this one, I'm allowed, because it's a public one, I might be allowed to say the name of it. And it's, you know, a client and a group of people that we love dearly at Domain Group. Yeah. Um, Domain Group out in the paper uh, or the papers over the last few days with an announcement that said, effectively, and I'll paraphrase a bit, but times times are tricky. We don't know what's happening with the property market. We're obviously heavily involved in that. We're going by the beat of our own drum and setting our own strategy and direction and product roadmap and all the rest. Um, one of the things we should do is be pretty prudent and we're kind of offering up a couple of things for our employees. Um, That's something that people have done, but I don't think they've done it in this way, which is they offered up um, people reducing their working hours uh, and also their pay. So going 20% down a day a week off, assuming full time or conversely taking that off, but basically awarding shares for that. So kind of saying that times are tough right now, here's the short term, but in the longer term, we want to invest in our business. We want to invest as you as people, take some shares and let's grow this thing together through the cycle, basically, which I think is a pretty amazing one. It's And how well must they know their culture? And you and I were talking about this because there's so many businesses are going, you know, I'm trying to give my keep my employees on. Some of them are just saying, you know, get lost, I'm going home and I'm not coming back until I'm good and ready. So you've yeah. got this company that's got such strong leadership and such clarity around connectivity that they've yeah, put a proposition that in any other climate would be quite confronting and they've had an over 90% uptake. That's amazing. That's just such a credit to every single person in that business. I totally agree. Yeah, I love that example and well done. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's great. And the third one we've been talking about is a company that's smaller. And what they did was they got in on the front foot first week of March as this all started to unfold and said, okay, what does the long term look like? What does it do? They made really hard, tough decisions in that first week, but they made it with complete and absolute transparency to every single person in their business 
And within the first week of March, they had everybody on the same page and then they've really buckled down. Now, they're already mid-April starting to talk about what the future looks like, how we play into it. And, and they're doing some really cool things with their team about the way they want the future to be set up. And every single person has a voice. And they've got 200 people, so that's pretty impressive. It's like, you know, there's a lot of lock behind closed doors gets to get the leaders in to decide the plan. But to mm-hmm. open it up to 200 people and say we need every single person's best ideas, I'm like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Value for the long term, I think, is just so important right now because you can't get caught in the short term. Yeah. Yeah, well, chaos and is. <laughs> and it's understandable totally and you've got to try and muddle through it. One, one of the things I guess we've been talking about for a while, thinking about for a while, increasingly I think people have um, spoken about it, but let's take it even further forward today, is we've been talking about this idea of re-onboarding. Yeah. So what's, what's going to happen when things go back to some sort of normal, whatever that is, however that looks, however long that takes, all, all of those things are unknown. But what's re-onboarding going to look like? And I think there's quite a lot of challenges in what we're assuming about that. So I think we're assuming things about culture. Um, we're assuming things about connection. We're assuming that the connection hasn't changed, I think. And it's like, you'll just come back tomorrow and it'll be great. It's really true because that was that re-onboarding sort of phrase that we started using in early March was when we were working with hospitality and they're yeah. sort of going, okay, we can't, we're not allowed to keep our restaurant or our shop open, um, so what do we do now? And so they were saying, okay, we're going to sort of hibernate it, which became the word, um, yeah. and then we're going to bring it back. Um, but nobody really knows how people will go back to restaurants or when, um, if we'll go back to the theatre or when. And so there's all these open questions. So we were always talking about what does re-onboarding look like? And that was the yeah. expression that we used, not just onboarding, but actually re-onboarding because you're taking a bunch of people who've been at home for a couple of months, it could be, and you're saying, Absolutely. let's just go back like it was in March. And that could be, you know, very different. Yeah, and I don't know how it's flowing through back home, but over here in some of the US states that are reopening, rightly, wrongly, however quickly, slowly, but, you know, everyone's muddling through it in their own way. Um, There are definitely restrictions on it that mean it will not look the same. So things like occupancy in your restaurant of 100 people can only be 25% of that. And so how that looks, how servers react, obviously the way people get paid over here is a bit different potentially, but just the way you shop to work is going to be very different for a period of yeah, time. And I, I think there's sort of, there's two approaches. And if we can sort of look at one, which is the more normal approach. How do we re-onboard our team back to what we used to do, the way we used to do it, and what sort of new restrictions have we got? So I, I was talking to a company this week that's actually 3D imaging their entire building to work out how you can get four metre squares around everybody and how many people you can fit in what days of the week. So it's a massive mathematical problem about how do you get thousands of people back in the same building to do their work slightly differently with a bit more space. And that's one way of approaching it is this really hardcore and appropriately safe sort of way. So I'm not sort of dissing it. It is a really interesting way to do it. But if you look at those three clients we just talked about and others, and we could have gone on because there's a number of people doing this really, really well, um, mm-hmm. What they're doing is slightly different than that, isn't it? They're not just going, okay, we used to do this, let's do it again, and we need a bit more space around my desk. And, you know, I'm, I'll probably need to wipe my desk down with antiseptic. It's like, okay, <laughs> that's one yeah. way. But these yeah. clients that are doing it and these leaders that are doing it differently, 
are actually changing the model. I think that's right. I think that, yeah, um, that's a great way to put it. I think that we've made an assumption that despite having a radical interruption to our lives, like sort of best case, a lot of people have been much worse than that, but having a radical disruption that the status quo will just sort of bounce back and fall back into place as it was walking the straight line or whatever. And the best ones are saying either no, that's not going to happen or no, let's not let that happen or a combination of those two. And I think yeah. they're, they're the organisations that are, I mean, we want to be working with and are working with. Yeah. Uh, that's how we want to be as an organisation. And I think, yeah, we've put some pretty cool thinking around it. Yeah, well, we had we had a really long conversation yesterday morning between Sally Wolford, Suzanne Gravilovich, James, yourself and I. And um, one of the things that we started tossing around with, what are these really great leaders doing? What are we doing? How are we thinking? Because our business is going well during this climate, which is, you know, for small businesses is very cool. Um, yeah. But what, what, are, what are we doing and what are they doing that's slightly different? And we came up with the word that what we're doing is we're co-curating culture, not creating culture, but co-curating it. So sort of, you know, your expression was looking back and what was great about our culture and the way we worked and making sure we we carefully bring that forward because it's so precious what connects us and our purpose and everything else. But also saying what was missing and what have we learned that we can be smarter on, better, different than we were in the past. And so we've sort of used that as you, your expression. I mean, talk, talk about how you described the art gallery. I yeah. thought that was so cool. Yeah, well, that's how I think about it. So I think, like, for me, co-curating culture is, is a lovely expression. I think the co we had it sort of like co-create and I think that that's the idea of bringing everyone along on this together makes sense. And we spoke about clients doing that, which is awesome. Then we have this idea of curation, which is, you know, sometimes we've used that in learning to think about, you know, curating someone's learning pathway and things like that, kind of getting different experiences and, and modules and things like that together. But for me, it's, it goes to an art gallery or an art exhibition more specifically where the curator is the person who gets, a theme or an idea or whatever and brings together a whole range of maybe quite different artworks and puts them together to bring this exhibition to life. And so, uh, you know, in our thinking, the exhibition in this is post-COVID-19 work and the art pieces are all the people that go into that, all the elements of culture that go into that, parts of what was great about work before, maybe parts that weren't so great. And curators, you know, the idea of curating is a role that everyone can play. I'm sure some people will help lead that. HR has a role to help lead some of that curation, as do leaders. But everyone has, you know, an exhibition and a piece of that uh, to curate and to bring along. I, th I think it's such a fantastic uh, analogy and way of describing it. It's just so cool that some of the things about the way we work together and the way that we socialise and form community together will literally be thousands of years old, like a piece of old art, and other yeah. things will be brand new, like we'll commission someone to go, hey, this didn't work ever. Can someone make it a bit better and a new one and pulling that in together? And the way that we come together becomes the power. So um, I know yeah. some of these podcasts, we sometimes talk for a little bit too long, but I think with this <laughs> one... We've also written a blog on this topic this week that we really encourage people to read. This is a moment in time where you personally in a business, whether you're an employee or a leader, have a moment in time where you can literally take all this disruption and go, how do we want to co-curate our culture and our way of working in the future that picks up the best of what was and the best of what we've learned and some new ideas that we've got out in the front of us as well and create something that's incredibly special. And we super encourage 
every single person to be doing that. Don't just go back, go forward. I totally agree. And I think it's something we're going to talk a lot more about, as you said. And I think um, we would absolutely love to help play a role in that co-curation with anyone that's listening into this, uh, you know, as much as we can bring different insights. Anything we can do. We love this work, obviously. And, um, and this, this, is what, this, is, this is what we do. You know, it's, it's, it's this idea that it hasn't really worked in the past, but some bits are awesome um, and let's make it even better. And so this is like, we just love it so much. So if we can help in any way, I agree with you, James. I really want to be there. Sounds good. Can always drop us an email at team at my.live uh, or, or find us on our website, www.my.live. But otherwise, I think that's a great note to end. Go co-create, go co-curate the culture and the way of working for your business for the future. Thanks for having us. Great to start our day with you in the the Zoom frame, James. Thank you very much. Likewise, a big more from us. Big more from us. Bye. (laughs) 